So, okay. I can't get my wife cooking lessons. <laughs> It'd be like if I got her a blender. Yeah, or a vacuum. Or a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. Hey, babe, babe. Look, here, I got you dick sucking lessons <laughs> for Christmas. No judgment, no disrespect, but I just thought, you know, you could up your game. <laughs> yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 258 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. Eddie, the summer is coming to a close. Is it though? Not here was, yeah. in Sacktown. Yeah. It remains to be so hot and so smoky. Yeah. California is essentially burning to the ground. <laughs> you know, I bet you there are people in the states that hate california mm-hmm. that are saying things like goddamn california getting what it deserves <laughs> all those burn them heathens yeah east uh, coastal elites and libtards out and there illegals. burning up those illegals god damn it and no don't say that <laughs> um but it's true there's like smoke it's oh, like yeah. everywhere yeah it's hard to understand it unless you can be here so it's smoky it's hot mm-hmm. it's labor day Mm-hmm. And here we are. Yes. And here we are. Did you have a good Labor Day yourself? Uh, I did. Yeah. We, for the weekend, like Saturday, we went to Reno and visited my sister. Right. Your dad went out there. He was really looking forward to those yes, beep, right. beep ribs, I think <laughs> yes. you call them. The beep ribs, yes. Yeah. How are the beep ribs? Did you get them? We didn't get any. They were out by the time we got there. Uh, the entire rib cook-off was yeah. out? Well, at least I think the two places that we, we went to. So you didn't really look very hard. <laughs> uh, no. It, I mean, it was super crowded. Okay. But uh had tons of fun. Good. Uh, but Labor Day-wise, like we just, uh, my wife and I just stayed home and we grilled. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing exciting. I went camping. Yes, you did. And that was very exciting. It looked like so much fun. It was great. And you know, the thing about camping I realized in like any outdoorsiness is what makes it fun too, is there's an inherent danger of it mm-hmm. where even from the beginning, you know, like I, I have a trailer, I pull this trailer and I'm like hooking it up <laughs> like I'm some long haul trucker, <laughs> you know, with like clanging metal and slamming it in my uh, trailer hitch and stuff like that. <laughs> And then I pull this thing that weighs like 4,000 pounds, mm-hmm. it's 30 feet. I'm on the highway and the byways and I'm driving and that's exciting. Because mm-hmm. normally when you drive, you could kill people, of course. Mm-hmm. When I'm pulling the big rig, yeah. when uh, daddy O's on the big rig, breaker, breaker, it's even more exciting. Have you ever had any close calls where we were like, my family does not know how close we got to being in a severe accident? Honestly, no. No. No, I'm a pretty good driver. I have, I'm so bad at backing it up. Oh, okay. Backing up the trailer is so embarrassing. <laughs> and when I roll up into the campsite, if I have to back it into kind of a bad spot, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't care. I'll let another man get in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, let a man get in there and back my trailer up, finger bang my wife while he's just backing it in. He's driving her. <laughs> and he's driving. That's how man does it. I don't care. If that's the price, fine. Otherwise, it'll take me 45 minutes just to back this trailer up. Yeah. Because it's like, the angles are crazy. (laughs) And I just cannot internalize it. It's one of those things I cannot internalize. You should practice, man. Like, just out in front of your house sometime. I guess that's the thing. I need to go get the trailer, hook it up, and just Mm -hmm. practice. I'm not going to do that (laughs) shit. So you're there, you're camping, and where we went were a lot of waterfalls Mm -hmm. and a lot of cliff diving and stuff like that. And the thing that made me realize is people like cliff diving because you might die. Oh, yeah. Right? There's a part of it where when you're climbing this mountain, you, you're shimmying on this steep, steep thing, mm-hmm. and then you jump in, and maybe you fall and die. Yeah. Like, that's what makes it, I think, more exciting than, say, going to the store and getting ice cream. Oh, yeah, definitely. Odds of death, very small. I feel like that's it's like the same thing with motorcycles. Yes. Like, you're just... You, you're on the verge of death, like nonstop. Right. Things. Like you can't just check your texts, you know what I'm no. saying? Or like think about like a project at work. Like you got to focus Seriously. on every other person because those cars can kill you easily. Right. Yeah. You need to be so defensive. Mm-hmm. A car changes lanes and doesn't see you. You're dead. Yeah. Just like that. Like here's a gross sweeping generalization. <laughs> like why ride a motorcycle then? Like what kind of person would put their life in jeopardy like that, especially if you have a family. Yeah. 
Like you really, but I mean, it's it's the thrill. It's got to be. It must be great. Yeah. Like riding a motorcycle must be. I've never ridden one, like at all, mm-hmm. ever. I've never kickstarted it and like lurched in. You've gear. never like like ridden on the back of a motorcycle or anything like that. No, and like grabbed some man and held him tight. <laughs> like, well, like my hair. I just remember when, like when I was a kid in the Philippines, uh, like my uncle's friend had a motorcycle and it was like jump on. So it's okay, just like as a kid, three kids jump on, no yes, helmets. I've done that. Okay. Like as a child on the back of a neighbor's motorcycle. Mm-hmm. But as a man, I've never ridden down the street on one. Okay. And I bet you it's thrilling. Oh, yeah. It must be. It's so thrilling that you're willing to risk your life mm-hmm. in order to do the damn thing. Now, look, you're at home and you're saying, don't be a pussy. It's not that scary. <laughs> Whatever. Don't send me that email. Okay. <laughs> So anyways, I, I was hiking, cliff diving, had my big lipper of red man in, you know, my loose leaf tobacco. Do your kids ask what, what that is? <sighs> Eddie, they're getting old enough now to where I had to wait for them to go to sleep. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Grant, who's nine, kept asking questions like, what's that? Mm-hmm. What's in that pouch? What are you spitting? And I said to myself, that's it. <laughs> like, I now can't do this in front of them mm-hmm. because I don't want to glamorize it or make it taboo. I just need to remove it from their shit. Yeah. And I had to wait till they go to bed. And then I got a big fat <laughs> waddy boy in and it was great. Making up for the rest of the day. You just got like a fat ass. Oh yeah. Like, like one of those tribes women that have those yes. huge bottom lips. Yeah. Bottom lip, top lip, <laughs> between my armpits, You're under chode. my sack. Yeah. You <laughs> Can you imagine that if you did stick a bunch of that chaw? Like underneath your bean bag, <laughs> would it soak anything up? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But if a gal threw a fat lipper and her pink lipper, I mean, that <laughs> I mean, it would probably give her some sort of a buzz, right? <laughs> I'm sure it would, or at least a burning sensation or something. Ooh, yeah, and she'd probably get a pretty nasty UTI. Yeah. Well, ladies, <laughs> any of you adventurous gals at home want to give it a go for the show? Use hashtag <laughs> Lipper and the Lipper. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. So no, I had that in, drinking, having a great time. Nice. And I think it's a good way, like, man, especially in America, we love a holiday. Mm-hmm. Especially a drinking holiday. Any, any excuse yeah. to drink in America, sign us up. <laughs> Just sign us the fuck up. And so then the next major holiday here in the States is Halloween. Mm-hmm. Another major drinking. Yes. Another major drinking one. And so on Labor Day, especially people are like, Oh, it's the end of summer. Let's get one more under our belt. Man, it's been a great summer, Steve. (laughs) One more time. One more time to the river, Steve. (laughs) And you go out there with Steve, and you just crush 38 Coors Lights. Goddamn river at Steve. (laughs) Fucking Steve is always twisting my arm. Let's go to the river, bro. Trying to get me out to this river. And it was a great time. Yeah, nice. It was a great time. There's tragedy everywhere, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. Like, America is burning, drowning in water. Like, it's seriously some scary, sad shit out there. Mm-hmm. And, like, you really should, like, give some money or some time to this Harvey uh, relief. Yeah, definitely. And, like, we were joking before the, the, the show, what an awful, terrible name for a catastrophe. <laughs> Whose idea was it to name them after normal people? Yeah, and not totally. just like Storm, Zeus, or I don't know, <laughs> named after. Like NASA doesn't call things like, you know, Space Station Gary. <laughs> Fucking Great River Steve. You know, it's <laughs> Apollo and Apollo. Yeah. And I don't know, but they have like Greek names or cool names. Mm-hmm. Who decided to name storms after people? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. When did that start? Yeah, that's a great, but even better question. Like, is it so far back, like Bible times where they like... Right. Here here comes Mallory. Right. Everyone watch out. Yeah, I don't know. And it must cycle around. Like, oh, yeah. There's, I don't even know. Is there like 500 official names? And then once you get after Hurricane Zach or Zeke, <laughs> Zach then Zeke, or do they just pick one? I think ZZ Top. ZZ Top <laughs> is the there. final storm. Yes. Looking like a big ass beard <laughs> just shaking around America. And then it goes back down. And is it sort of a blessing and a curse? Like, if you're saddled with the name Harvey, mm-hmm. you don't give a shit that some storm was named after you. Oh, yeah. You've already had a hard life. <laughs> Your name's Harvey. You've definitely been beaten up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In school. Yeah. And now you go by like, what, Harv? No, that doesn't sound good at all either, right? No, Harv? That's not a name. That's yeah. like a noise. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> the you... Noise you make when you get punched for Harv. being named Harvey. <laughs> all right. Say your name. <laughs> Harv. 
And then if you're a kid with like an old man name, yeah, that can <laughs> sometimes be cool. But imagine like a little girl named Ethel, like that just. And are there Hurricane yeah. like Aiden, Jaden, Caden? Like if they added new names, mm -hmm. is it just Hurricane Jennifer and Rebecca and Lauren? Yeah, like what's eighties names? The criteria for these, right. yeah. And is there a Hurricane Eddie? There's, there's probably like an Eduardo. There's got to be like a right. or a tropical storm. Tropical storm, probably Eddie. Now, okay, Eduardo. Um, what about though? You're right. Like when it becomes a hurricane, tropical storm. Like at what point does it get an official name? Yeah. Too. Like if it's just a storm, no name. But once it's like a category two, then somebody <laughs> like where at NASA? Like who's saying, put a fucking pin in the air? We got <laughs> Hurricane Harvey, and then that becomes like the calling card of that hurricane. I would love if there was just like one guy dedicated to naming like hurricanes mm -hmm. and some of them just fell short. They're like, well, that wasn't a really good one. Right. Bob. Almost like a, a hurricane, a uh, greeting card writer. Yes, exactly. He's like, this is my calling. I went to journalism school. I used to write for Rolling Stone, man. And now I'm doing this. <laughs> and then he meets a girl from the other side of the tracks. Yeah. She's a meteorologist. Okay. And they fall in love. Nice. And that's it. I'm not going to play one of those games. This isn't an improv show, Eddie. <laughs> so, okay. Hurricane Harv is here. Mm -hmm. It really is is awful. Um, there's this porno site called X Hamster. Mm -hmm. Not really my jam. No. I've never really been one to go there. And I actually went to it because of this uh, great listener of the show, Michael Bodge. You nice. know, I don't want, I want to put him on Front Street that he's the one that sent me this. Okay. This pornographic uh, great clip. And it's not a clip. It's not a porno clip. <laughs> but like all of these amazing internet companies, they're driven by data. Mm -hmm. I mean, porn yeah. is as driven by data as is Amazon and Apple, if not more. And they're constantly seeing what are people looking up? Mm -hmm. Because I bet you they could probably sell all that information to porno directors and stuff to say like, hey, right now, big anal, you know, <laughs> incest. But like they can tell what these trends are in order to tell the people like yeah. what to do. But question, what's big anal? Is it just oh, big <laughs> buttholes? Like yes. No, it's big buttholes on tiny butts. <laughs> That's my jam, dude. Smallest, flattest ass, <laughs> but a big gaping ass. <laughs> no. A big black hole. I know. I actually, okay. I like the tiniest, tightest butthole okay. on the biggest ass. No, I don't, I don't have a preference <laughs> for this. So listen, so, but they have all this great data and all of these porno sites will do this. And what, what X Hamster's done, which is funny, is they send out this note about what's happening during catastrophes. Oh, okay. You know, during moments like Christmas, the presidential inauguration, mm -hmm. or, or most recently, Charlottesville. Mm -hmm. You know, remember a few weeks back in America, there was a rally in Charlottesville. There was Nazis. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was seriously like no bueno. Yeah. You know, and I think the point's supposed to be like, look, when this shit's happening around you, what do you think to do? Call someone you love, go on Facebook, or jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> like what in a moment of disaster, when the world <laughs> around you is crying, you want to be coming. Yes. Because the, the, the websites don't go down. You know, <laughs> no. I think they said during Game of Thrones, the porno went down a tiny bit like noticeably i don't know if noticeably or like there was a huge video game that came out years ago like uh skyrim or fallout i don't mm -hmm. remember the porno went down a little tiny bit okay not during storms <laughs> and so not during rioting so during charlottesville the the highest search terms on x hamster i'm gonna read some of these okay okay because these are just too much okay all right so these are the highest search terms on x hamster during the riot. Okay. <laughs> so the first one's fat anal. So that's where I got big anal from. Okay. So somebody went on there. Now, what does that even mean? Yeah. A fat person getting anal. Or, you know? yeah, or a fat dick. And, <sighs> yeah. And a small, yeah. That's just a bad search phrase. Yeah. Like, I pride myself on being an excellent Googler. And if I wanted to find fat anal... That's a very short, that's not good. <laughs> no, you're going to get some, some inquiries that are, have, are not related to anything you want. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. But I did notice that when I went to X Hamster to look at this data, that front page, lots of, of heavy gals. Okay. Like legitimately fat. 
So okay. maybe this does mean like fat people getting anal. Okay. okay. But the number two, cross-dresser. <laughs> cross-dresser. Interesting. Which to me was fascinating too because why not she-male? Why not? Again, like I feel like this is a yeah. stupid, what does that even mean then, a cross-dresser? Is that like a transgendered person? Yeah. Is it guy on guy? Like, again, the next one, hairy lesbians. <laughs> Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> I can get down with that. Fat mature. Okay. Okay. Again, now here's one there I get confused. Juicy Josie. <laughs> okay. Maybe that's a porno star. It's gotta be, right? Because the next one is Trinity Lauren. Okay. Which, Have, did you look her up? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Because um, then the next one, Big Cock. Okay. <laughs> pretty self-explanatory. I'll go through the rest of these pretty quick because we could spend a whole show on these. <laughs> then Granny Fanny. <laughs> Granny Fanny. <laughs> so that must be a... There's two on here in the top eight mm-hmm. that are looking for grannies. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of interesting. Um, 69 compilation, Ghetto Dykes Fuck Like Men. Okay. <laughs> And then the last one, classy, mature, filmed by husband. So that's like a cuckolding thing maybe yeah. there too. They get a little more descriptive towards mm-hmm. the bottom of that because um, I mean, people know what they want. You know what you want? You want to get it. <laughs> Granny Fanny. Now that one hits home a little bit <laughs> because I my nickname a lot of times in, in elementary school was Danny Fanny. Okay. <laughs> so that would be my porno a term. nickname or were you teased for a little this? bit of a tease okay <laughs> little tease it was either it wasn't like damn you had a nice ass and like ooh, that's danny the fanny y'all no okay <laughs> no and i was a little heavy as a child too so it hurt <laughs> it hurt the kids would call me granny fanny or like big nose jew bastard <laughs> something either those two man kids can be so mean <laughs> they're, they're really the worst man they're the worst so there's a newsletter sign up for it x hamster because when there's like a nuclear war mm-hmm. and the nukes are coming to america why not yeah you know that's when you really got to jerk off get one last thing in oh yeah definitely when i went camping we went to waterfalls and as we we're standing underneath this huge cave i mean like the grandeur mm-hmm. but that's the other thing you got to get out get out there people <laughs> see the world and you're there and these are like millions of years old and you see the waterfall how it's like just cut through the rock mm-hmm. after hundreds and hundreds of years we're standing under this huge slab of rock and i'm there with my wife and our friend carrie mm-hmm. a woman named carrie and i'm thinking to myself like wow this could drop like this shit could <laughs> drop and we'd be caved in mm-hmm. and me and my nasty ass the first thing i said to nicole was like hey if this crushed fell and we were locked in here the three of us and we knew that was the end of it <laughs> i was like nicole would you let me fuck just <laughs> one more time in front of Carrie. Like Carrie's just there. Yeah. And Nicole's like, ew, absolutely not. <laughs> and I said, what? We're dead, girl. <laughs> like a 10,000 million pound rock just crushed us in here. Mm-hmm. We are not getting out. And well, I guess it'd be pitch black. Yeah. So fine. You know what, Nicole? <laughs> Maybe I'll have their local Carrie there. <laughs> How would I even know? I couldn't believe it. I mean, I think you would know by the voice. You're right. Of someone saying, hey, don't fuck me, please. <laughs> You're probably right. God damn it. But that would be either one of them saying that. You're, it so. would be both of them saying, you get off me. Yeah. You jerk. How dare you? How dare you in a time like this? And then say, babe, people were jerking off during the riots. Okay? We're okay. disgusting. Who am I? All right? Who am I? I'm just a man. All right? You, you crazy people. Uh, that's it. I don't know where else we're going with that. Uh, you know, fantasy football. Yes. Let me give a quick, quick thing about fantasy football. So the season starts this week mm-hmm. and the teams are picked up. We had our draft, yep. which was great. And everyone, I, it's fun. You pick a name, you know, you and I, like I'm called Dan's Fun Boys. There's a guy named Chase, yes. you know, who his name is not Tech Nerd Chase. <laughs> he actually won the whole thing last year. Your name's Goat Eater 69. Yes. Which is fantastic. Uh, you know, shucksters out there. Some people are fun because they actually pick things from the show. Like one guy's name is Dry Cut Standing Up. <laughs> you know, there's another guy named Craig's Dirty Riggers, which is a throwback joke where I was saying that uh, Trump was going to say he lost the election because of those riggers, <laughs> all these dirty riggers. And so the people are, someone's the Mr. Galindo. Yeah, who's that? I don't know. This Could guy. Could be your dad. Could be your dad. And so, yeah, shout out to everybody again for playing. 
looking forward to it. And I can't believe it's football season already. Yeah. Which is wild. Which is wild. Um, let's talk some shit, guys. Yeah, let's get let's get wild in this thing. Uh, okay, a new segment. Okay. So I, I talked about this last week where we were discussing bachelor party stuff. Mm-hmm. And the real core of this, I found, is our Reddit. Our subreddit is going off. Oh, nice. Yeah, like it's really become a great place to talk about the show. And special shout out to the two moderators on there, mm-hmm. uh, D-Man and Orange Peel. That's their names on there. So if you're a Reddit fan at all, go to our subreddit. And I thought we'd have a new segment called This Week on Reddit. Okay. And it's not Reddit in general. It's our subreddit, okay? Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where we can post a question, and then people can post their answer. Mm-hmm. And uh, a user on there named Homeland Security, uh, she said, let's do embarrassing teenage sex slash masturbation stories. I'm sure everyone has one of those. My mom caught me masturbating with an electric toothbrush. So there's that. <laughs> and that's funny because I could totally see that being a thing a gal would use. Yeah. I wish my wife would do that with a <laughs> toothbrush. Um, so, and for me, when I was a kid, I told a story forever ago that I fucked a couch. Yeah. You know, that I put some saran wrap between the cushions and I put, I squeezed a pump or two of Vaseline intensive care lotion in there <laughs> and I fucked it because I really wanted to feel the like, I'm fucking something like I'm, <laughs> I'm hitting something with my, cause I'd watched all those soft core porno yeah. and they're like, you know, boom, 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 boom. That's what I wanted. And that's what I did. But I didn't come in the couch. Why not, man? I couldn't finish. You don't want to get a pregnant. <laughs> that's right. Smart. Love seat. <laughs> Smart. So that, I think that's the name of the episode, Love Seat, where oh, I talk right, about yeah. that at length. And so here's a couple other ones mm. that people submitted this week on Reddit. And I urge you to go to Reddit. And if you have a funny story about being a teen and an embarrassing thing, you can go there. You can email us, save for the show at gmail.com, whatever you want. Here's one. I have one that comes to mind, and it's getting an old-fashioned in my girlfriend's basement. So pause. Apparently an old-fashioned's a handjob. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Neither did I. Okay. Okay. He goes on to say, we turned on the TV as a guise and got busy. Soon into the five-knuckle shuffle, we heard her brother coming downstairs. I grabbed the closest thing to cover my 21st digit, which happened to be a crocheted blanket. I didn't break eye contact from the TV, committing to the guys, so when he came around the corner, I didn't see his reaction. I only heard it. He said, hey, do you two want? And then he bust out laughing. Turns out it was an open weave crochet, very open weave, and my dick was poking through, giving a throbbing thumbs up. So... I feel like I've been there, like yeah. in high school, where you're like trying to get busy in front of the TV. Um, but I feel like if an older brother found it, man, he's lucky he didn't like, yeah, beat his ass or something, or attempt to beat your ass, yeah, or yell at you and not laugh. So he yeah. got lucky there, definitely. Um, here's another one. Uh, but 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 my father is a doctor, and this story happened to a different doctor within his practice. Skin glue, surgical glue had just come out, and this doctor was eager to use it. It was best used in lieu of stitches in areas prone to infections, like the pubic area. And as fate would have it, his next patient had hurt her pubic area. She was an older teen out riding her bicycle when the front tire fell into a pothole and the bike stopped. Unfortunately, she didn't, and she slammed her lady bits into the frame of the bicycle. The doctor assessed only a couple stitches were needed, and glue was perfect. But unbeknownst to him, the glue was fast drying, and the poor girl hadn't shaved. So when the nurse discovered that it didn't have solvent yet, because it was so new, the doctor had to give her an inappropriate trim to release his hand. I like to think he left her with a heart shape, or maybe the caduceus. Or caduceus. That's the thing. That's the, like, the, the snake. Oh, okay. And that's okay. from, from listener CT. And just, just imagine that. That poor doctor yeah. with his hand glued to a teen's vagina. Yeah. I've, <laughs> that's, Awful. That's got to be so weird to like explain to the nurse. Like, excuse me, nurse. Right. Um, yeah, my hand stuck to her vagina. Seriously. What are you supposed to do? Just rip it out just real quick? Just rip out her poor pubes? I mean, <laughs> she's young. They're, they're into that, right? I know, right? <laughs> An older teen. Tell me more. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyways, if anyone else wants to share a story like that uh, this week on Reddit, please go go check it out. Uh, I don't know if you have anything off the top of your head embarrassing where you were, like, caught 
jerking not, off or anything like that. I don't. I've I've never been caught jerking off, or at least I'm sure I have, but my mom probably didn't say anything, right? Because um, she's, she's probably way too embarrassed. So thank you, mom. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've never really been caught. Yeah. Doing anything crazy. I was pretty lucky too. I never yeah. really got myself in a jam. I covered up my tracks very well. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. And once a month, I'd like to say a quick shout out to everyone who has very kindly uh, contributed to our Patreon. And so starting uh, Thomas, Lori, Jared, Christopher, Nick, Brian and Catherine, the Sleep With Me podcast, Alex, uh, Just Mike, who's uh, a.k.a. Gay Mike, (laughs) a.k.a. Traeger Mike, Traeger Grill, Grill Boy, a.k.a. Seasoning Man, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Endless Mike different one uh, Haley, milan paul from roanoke seb shane lisa shuckster and vix so thank you everybody and yeah uh, patreon.com slash sift show if you also want to throw a couple bucks our way every month and eddie yes sir let's do questions yeah all right let's do questions you got questions we got answers we got all right, we love questions on the show. Savefortheshow.com slash contact or savefortheshow at gmail.com. You can be anonymous. You can ask for advice. You can just tell us we stink, whatever you want. Uh, here's a couple. Hey, guys, a couple weeks ago during Game of Thrones, I went pretty hard and stayed up late drinking. I woke up and was still pretty buzzed, but I had to go to work. It was not a fun experience, and I felt like shit all day. Have you guys ever gone to work drunk or high? 27 male dry Ernesto. So I go to work drunk all the time. <laughs> I work from home. No, I, all I do is talk on the phone all day. Like if I was drunk or high, I feel like I couldn't be able to focus. Yeah, It'd definitely. Be really hard. What about you? Have you ever back in the day? I mean, I worked at ad agencies. Mm-hmm. The last one I worked at had a beer Thursday. Right. So we would all get drunk at the office, like at That's three in the afternoon. From going to work, drunk. it is but true. Yes, yeah, I've never gone to work drunk. Um, mm-hmm. I've gone to work high before. Yeah. Um, I I worked at an agency in Vegas, and my boss was a pretty big pothead. Okay. Like he would even call us like in the middle of the day sometimes. He's like, mm-hmm. hey come to my house because he lived down the street from our office mm-hmm. he's like i want to i want to show you guys something and we get there and he like is smoking pot he's like you just want to sit down and hang out and we're like oh geez you just want us to fucking hang out right, right. hello um but one time i was i was driving to work and i knew i had to go to like a really long meeting with mm-hmm. um it was like a, a client that we had and it was like a co-op so there was like 20 people or something like that okay and they're just going over their marketing and stuff so i was like yeah i'll, I'll smoke a little bit before work mm-hmm. and i had um a one hitter okay so for people who don't know what a one hitter is it's basically like a little metal tube that looks like a cigarette mm-hmm. and you put weed at the end just a little bit and you you light it and hit it and i, I took a couple of hits and i'm driving to work and i'm feeling good you know sure and i realize that there's a cop behind me oh god and i like immediately get so nervous i'm like what the like how long has this cop been behind me right did he see it yeah did he see what i was doing right like is (laughs) uh, can you see the smoke in my car because right you know like i didn't sure the windows all the way down and then he pulls up next to me oh my god and he's going the same speed as me and i'm like looking over like you know just kind of like out of the corner of my eye your life is flashing for your eyes yeah this is i'm going to jail yeah exactly i'm like oh my god he's gonna pull me over he he knows the fuck is up and i'm sweating and i'm just my heart is pounding and i see a gas station in the distance i'm like all right i'll just make it to the gas station (laughs) i'll toss this shit and i'll be good right so we're going and we stop at a red light and he like looks over at me and i'm looking at him and i have my phone on like the little holder right um, by my dash because i you know I, I have a ways on okay. the ways app going mm-hmm. um and i'm like is, is he gonna stop me because i was like tapping on my phone and shit Jesus. and finally it turns green and we both go and i just swoop into the gas station and i like toss it out and like in my head i'm like never again i know right this is fuck this i hate like because i hate that paranoid feeling oh, like terrible. that's not why I, I smoked weed right um I was trying to relax before a meeting that was right. really super boring. Not be all freaked out. Yeah. So I, I tossed it away and, and luckily the cop just drove off. Mm-hmm. But when I got to the meeting, um, I, I was like halfway through the meeting mm-hmm. and there was a people around and I, I was kind of nervous because of this cop that, hey, do they 
can they realize that I'm a little stoned? Right, sure. And it ended up that I had to uh, present something during oh, that meeting. Jesus. Like, out of nowhere. Like, I thought I was just going to be sitting there, right. bored out of my mind. So I was, like, half paying attention. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, Eddie, can you come up real quick and just give, like, a, a, a brief description of what this project was all about? Right. And I'm like, uh, yeah, well, um. Oh, geez. And I'm, like, so I'm walking. Up, high? Yeah, and I've, like, walked by this entire, like, full room of people and they're all looking at me, and I'm I'm probably bright red because I'm nervous, mm-hmm. but my eyes are probably red because I'm stoned. Right. And I'm like, get up there, and I don't even know what the fuck I said. <laughs> um, I'm and then sorry. I sat down as quickly as I could. Yeah. And that like the rest of the day, I was just like trembling because I was just oh, I'm so sure. like anxious. Yeah, it was terrifying. It's scary enough being in front of a room full of people, let alone thinking they're yeah. all like they know. Yeah. They know. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, I got high at work once years and years ago, and I smoked a blunt. At work, yeah, and so I was so high, (laughs) like crazy high, and I was so nervous. Then I had to make a bunch of client calls. Yeah, it was not good. Like I just, like you said, you want to be relaxed, not paranoid. Yeah, and it fucked me up. I mean, that's why I don't get high and go to work because, like, you're always pulled into a meeting, like out of nowhere, and you're just like, of course, I can't be walking around just not knowing the fuck's going on. You just want to be one of those guys who just is always high. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, nonstop. There is no not high. Yeah. You know, that's, well, I mean, that's that takes a lot of dedication. Though. A lot. No, a lot. Uh, it's like weed moms, right? Did we talk about that on the show? I don't think so. There's this clip a few months ago on like the Today Show about moms who smoke weed. Okay. And they smoke weed and they're like, I smoke weed, then I want to clean the house and I take care of my kids. Mm-hmm. But they're all, they're all white. <laughs> yeah. They're all white moms who live in the suburbs who are cute yeah. and they're smoking weed <laughs> and it's so cute. And then I take care of my kids. And a lot of people are like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, if, if if a black mom did this, you mm. would send her to jail yeah. or something. And so, yeah, that's it's adorable. <laughs> I can go to work high, and it's fun. If you yeah. go to work high, you're a criminal. <laughs> exactly. they'll, throw, they'll send you back to Duterte <laughs> or whatever his name is. Yeah, that scary motherfucker. Yeesh. Uh, okay, let's do, let's do a couple more. Oh, this is a serious question. Okay, okay. serious. Hey, Dan and Eddie, I've been listening since the beginning. Hilarious show. I'm a 32-year-old black guy, dry guy. Now that I got that out of the way, I need your advice. It's kind of serious. Okay, I have a buddy since high school that is a female friend, and they've been very close since high school. I'm making this, I got to make the font here a little bigger, sorry. Getting old here, Eddie, old as shit. Uh, she's, been, she's been away in the Army and recently moved back. Time for good. He told me that they've been keeping in contact and plan on moving away together and be a couple and all that. He called her his soulmate and everything. He's smitten. The only thing that's keeping them from being a couple is that he has a girlfriend of two years. And I'm pretty sure she shares the same feelings towards him because all three of us have been talking about their weird situation. Me, him, and his soulmate. So we've been hanging out a lot the past few weekends and she's been giving me the eye behind his back. So real quick, the guy... So it has an, a quote-unquote apparent soulmate, but he has a girlfriend. Of two years. Right. She's not your soulmate, dude. Yeah. Fucking soulmate. The second she got back from the army, you'd have dropped that other girl's ass. Yeah. And this other girl who says, who thinks that you think she's your soulmate, bullshit. She knows <laughs> that you don't think that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he goes on to say, da-da-da, she was giving me the eye. Uh, she whispered to me about how she wants me. She felt up my dick. And we deep kissed in her car while he was passed out drunk in the back seat. <laughs> That's a ballsy move. Yes, it is. I mean, he could have popped up. Uh, he goes on. Her excuse is that we are both single. My buddy has a girlfriend, so we aren't in the wrong. She has a valid point, but I don't want to betray my friend. I feel like a scumbag, and I don't know what to do. Have you guys ever had this happen to you? What would you do? Please help. By the way, she's very attractive, has huge breasts, <laughs> huge in all caps. <laughs> huge breasts i think they are like triple d's anyways any advice would be appreciated thanks again and i won't say his name i don't know maybe okay. it's his friends i think i gave enough <laughs> details that they probably all know but okay so i think i made it pretty obvious what i think here mm-hmm. like the guy the soulmates aren't soulmates they're just not yeah and two years with a girl is a long time but it's not an eternity mm-hmm. they're not married and if they're in their early 30s, though, you kind of got to start getting pretty serious about this shit. Time yeah. to get married, man. <laughs> so I say, look, if you like this girl, he says, this guy's not your best friend. Well, he said friend since high school. So That's what? Probably- <laughs> I mean, what does that mean? 
I, I would assume he's a good friend. Fine. If he's a good friend and he knows that you and his soulmate have something, then, and he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. He has a girlfriend. Yeah. So it's not his soulmate. If you really like this girl, I think you should have an honest conversation. Ugh. But then the guy could get real mad. Just, I guess, is it worth potentially losing a friend over if you really like this girl? Yeah. I'd say yes. Well, I mean, it doesn't really sound like he really likes her. Yeah, maybe she's just been rubbing on his dick and shit. Okay. I so, would tell, uh, if I was him, I would tell his friend, like, hey, dude, you need to either cut this other chick loose and get with her, right. or I'm going to get with her. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, whatever he chooses, that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Put it on him, put yeah. it on your friend. And then hit it, dude. Yeah, because she wants this D, son. Apparently, she wants that. What did he say? Cut or dry or <laughs> something. <laughs> or so. maybe it's just because she was she just got back from the army and she, she'll fuck anyone. Yeah, right. Who's got one? No, don't say that. Have to shut your mouth. <laughs> That's his soulmate, Eddie. Don't be rude. So yeah, go for it, man. Just be honest. Yeah, uh, be honest. Uh, here's the one. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Save It for the Throne, a podcast where Dan and Eddie talk about how much they love Game of Thrones every fucking week. <laughs> Game of Thrones is just on, man. Yeah. Okay? It's like in the common parlance of what everyone's talking about. Yeah. So don't give me any grief. And I would say go watch it, man. It's a really good show. It's a great show. Okay? Uh, here's one. Just went to the IMDB of podcasts and gave your show a five-star rating in spite of the occasional four-star show. You're welcome. <laughs> so this is a website called, I think, Podchaser. And if you're one of these folks that likes to go on the internet and do things, go to podchaser.com. Look for Save for the Show. Give us a review. I don't know. Maybe it'll help. <laughs> if you're one of these people who likes to go on the internet and do things. Yeah. Like, if you're a <laughs> listener, <laughs> I, I say this all the time, Eddie. We've got two kinds of listeners. All they do is listen, and then maybe you're another person that likes to go into our subreddit okay. and do things, okay? Uh, this guy goes on to say, hey, nice to see the Civs subreddit more active. And then he says, how often have you considered getting your wife cooking lessons as a Christmas or birthday gift? I figured it must have crossed your mind living with a woman who can only make a grilled cheese sandwich. I think everyone should learn how to cook. Uh, my ex was a lousy cook, so I did all the cooking. Um, so, okay, <laughs> I can't get my wife cooking lessons. <laughs> It'd be like if I got her a blender. Yeah, or a vacuum. Or a vacuum. Yeah. Hey, babe, babe. Look, here, I got you dick sucking lessons <laughs> for Christmas. No judgment, no disrespect, but I just thought, you know, you could up your game. <laughs> I mean, that would be rude. She would be mad. She'd probably cry if I got her cooking lessons. I got you a gym membership, girl. Just, just saying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the exact same thing. So, no, I've never thought about that. Plus, that's the kind of gift that you give someone where I hate these kinds of gifts where. Like, let's say I love a band, and then I give you their CD. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is a gift for me. Give me a CD of a band I like. Yeah. Because it's 1998, and I'm giving CDs as <laughs> gifts, apparently. But I'm just saying, you know, I do that sometimes for Christmas, where I'll give someone a gift of something that I like. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, I found this thing, and I like it. I got to buy it for you. <laughs> and But no, so don't do that. I can't do that for my wife. No. I can't do that for my wife. I don't, she wouldn't even be into it. God, no. Like, ever. Even if... if it didn't come off as rude. Right. She was like, no, nah, I'm not in. I don't want to go fucking cook for a couple hours. No, she doesn't like cooking. Yeah. I don't. I cook because I like it. Mm -hmm. It's not like my kids and I would starve. <laughs> That's just. And, and listen, this isn't 1968. Like a man can cook in the fucking house. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not going to get her like if she got me like dance lessons. <laughs> I'd say, why would you do that? Why would you punish me? Why are you punishing me? So I, once a week I can go dance with strangers? I would rather die. I'll tell you what. Here's cooking lessons, bitch. Now we're even. No, I would be a punishment, all right? Uh, we, got a, we got a review. I, I forget to ask for reviews on iTunes. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Maybe it helps. But this was a nice review, so I wanted to read it. It's called A Hidden Gem. Five stars uh, from a listener named Michelle. She says, I discovered this podcast a couple days ago, and I've been binge listening ever since. Eddie and Dan have such a natural chemistry, making an hour podcast feel like 10 minutes. The humor is top-notch and organic. Nice. So, yeah, thank you. So if anyone else wants to go to iTunes, look up Save for the Show and, you know, drop us a note. Yeah. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. Uh, what time is it? You know, Eddie, let's do one more question. we got a major buildup. Okay. Big, huge buildup of questions. Let's blow through a couple more. 
Um, hey guys, been listening to your show for about six months and I love it. A couple things. I'm not sure you guys know this, but somehow one of your shows was favorited by Star Talk. And Star Talk is the science podcast by Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's how I stumbled upon your show. Do you know how you got there? I mean, you're a lot of fun, but not exactly scientific. <laughs> Anyways, it's quite an outreach. And now you have at least two steady listeners from Denmark uh, every week, me and my girl. One last thing. You mentioned you have a sponsor called BZRK Audio. Fun fact, BZRK Records is an old Dutch and very highly respected record label featuring Dutch hardcore techno since the 90s. Here's a sample. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's not good. Uh, I should play a clip of it. You should. Okay, I'm going to just, I'm going to edit this in post. Okay. Here's a clip from BZRK Audio Records. See what I mean? It's it's bad. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, thank you for listening from Denmark. Second of all, there's a story here. So on SoundCloud, apparently for this web, this podcast, Star Talk, if you're a Patreon subscriber, they will like your show or follow your show. Okay. So here's me a year ago, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I get an email, a note that says Star Talk liked our podcast, and I thought, oh, holy <laughs> shit. Maybe this is like our break, Eddie. Mm -hmm. Look at Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> he heard our show and he loves it. He's flying us out to LA. He said, pack your bags, one-way ticket, just you and Eddie, not your families. <laughs> Cut the cord. And, you know, I divorced my wife. The second I saw that, that he liked our show, <laughs> I divorced my wife. A smart move. I mean, I just figured. Yes. You know, I mean, yeah. It's our big break, Eddie. There it is. It's done. So, but seriously, I'm such a sucker. That I, every time like a little thing like that happens for the show, <laughs> I think, holy shit, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't. And so I messaged him and I said, wow, <laughs> Mr. Tyson, <laughs> um, Mr. Degrassi Tyson, like, am I even saying your name right? <laughs> a huge fan. I don't think I really, it's Degrassi. <laughs> Neil Degrass. Yeah. Degrass. Okay, fine. So I don't know why I keep saying grassy, like an <laughs> asshole. So I emailed him, hey, Mr. Tyson, huge fan. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I, I got to know what made you do that. And somebody wrote back, hi, this isn't <laughs> Neil. <laughs> this is Steve. And I liked your show on accident. <laughs> on accident, I hit like. Uh, but since I liked it, hey, keep up the good work. <laughs> do you want to go to the river? That's <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Fucking Fuck Steve. Steve, man. Always ruining shit. He's everywhere, that prick. Him, Steve or Gary. <laughs> And so that's why he likes our show. Okay. For no other reason. And you can't that. take it back? Like, you can't take your like back? He could. But he didn't. Okay. He said, well, since I already did it. And I think they also subscribed to a okay. Save for the Show on SoundCloud. So, you know what? Maybe one day. Just Maybe accidentally. Day. Oh, this is a good show. That's Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Okay. Sounded like him, right? It did sound just like Oh, him. stars and shit. I don't even know what show they liked. <laughs> like it could be hopefully a it's random, a good one yeah hopefully it's a good one all right eddie uh oh this his name was mikhail i, I gotta okay. give him a shout out mikhail uh which is the denmark for michael <laughs> i'm just imagining so that's it uh oh, so you don't know for sure if it is yeah it could no. be like michelle it could be like, michelle but i'm pretty sure it's not okay <laughs> i'm pretty sure he's a man so all right eddie questions are over mm -hmm. let's do a real treat Oh, you know, what? I meant to do this. Oh, fuck, I've stepped all over the segue for Berserk, <laughs> BZRK Audio, the official tweeters. Tweeters. Uh, say it for the show. Look, it's the weekend. Mm -hmm. Okay? You got nothing to do. And your girl comes home and she says, honey, the car stereo sounds bad. <laughs> I mean, that's what my wife says. She says, I need cooking lessons and I need some more highs in the whip. Not enough highs. Not enough highs. Look at this fucking stock. Is this stock? It's not clear. It's not clear. It sounds like shit. Yeah. Your home of the one dollar <laughs> install. Uh, get yourself some BZRK tweeters 
and and your girl or guy will love you yes love you for it i mean if you're a woman at home and halloween's coming up mm-hmm. you know get your man this is what you do you buy the bzrk <laughs> tweeters okay and then you break into your boyfriend's car okay okay of two years mm-hmm. you've been his boyfriend for two years <laughs> you guys are soulmates you guys are soulmates <laughs> you know but you better not be touching other guys dicks on the side <laughs> And if I find out I'm passed out drunk in the car and you fucking deep kissed him in the front seat, I will cut you, (laughs) bitch. You're my soulmate, but I got another girl still. Yes. So you just put your pussy on hold. (laughs) See, you know what? Fuck that guy. So he's going to tell this girl, like, you're my soulmate and you can't fuck anyone else, but he still has a girlfriend? Yeah. Selfish. Yeah, that's stupid. So stupid. But he still deserves some sick highs. (laughs) In his Toyota Tercel, whatever he's driving. <laughs> so you break into his car, you remove the speakers, put in these BZRKs, and you're great. Blow his fucking mind. You know, this is the kind of advertising you get on Say for a Show. Quality. You know, it's Well content. thought out. <laughs> it's w- woven into the show. Yeah. Like a crocheted blanket you'd stick your dick through as a teenager <laughs> in the basement while your girlfriend's giving you an old-fashioned. Boom, that's called a throwback. <laughs> you know, I'm bringing the whole show back together. And why doesn't Coca-Cola... Advertising the show. <laughs> so I can talk about Coca-Cola. <laughs> Fucking Coke. I mean, our listeners are engaged, Eddie. Yes. You know. Okay, fine. <laughs> Shut up. So thanks, Miguel, <laughs> for the email. <laughs> BZRK. Real treat. And we'll get out of here. Yes. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, I'll just beat your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie. Tell me what's a real treat. All right, Eddie. What's your real treat this week? Uh, my real treat is this little, uh, thing that I got today actually, and I've only played with it for like 10 minutes, but I'm like, I love it mm-hmm. so far at least. Uh, yeah. it's called the G sight laser training cartridge. What? For and a gun? For, yeah, for a gun. Okay. So anyone that owns a gun, like, you know how hard it is to get to the range and how expensive it could be, you know, mm-hmm. going through boxes of ammo. Well, this is a little bullet-sized laser pointer that you put into your gun what and you so you cock your gun when Uh you pull the trigger the firing pin hits the bottom of the laser pointer and it you know it shows on the target so there's this bright flash on the target okay and it comes with a phone app that you set up facing the target your camera facing the target It's like a smart bullet uh well it so or the target is the the target's not smart it's just the app okay. and it tracks like where all your shots go so like wow. after you're done shooting you can look at the app and it'll show you exactly where you hit hmm. but it's super fun to do hmm. um i i've only played with it a little bit i haven't really played with the app too much um but i'm super excited to, to mess around with it hopefully my shooting gets better it's going to be cheaper than going to the range a bunch of times i have a lot of questions okay are you ready okay yes first of all you're in your house now just shooting your gun <laughs> yes like your fucking gun is out yeah you it's better out. be careful definitely yeah the whole thing like they, they even tell you in the instructions like put all of your ammo away lock it up yeah um check your gun multiple times but i mean if you have this laser cartridge in there mm-hmm. um you can't put any other ammo in there's there no clip it stays in there yeah there's okay. no i don't have you don't put a magazine in or anything like that now does that change like the weight of the gun though so no. it makes it like wrong because there's no kickback either right yeah there's no yeah there's none mm-hmm. of that but it it really helps with trigger control is what it's called mm-hmm. and it's just learning how to pull the trigger correctly and not flinching and not um squeezing uh you know that type of stuff mm-hmm. um, but it's supposed to help with that Hmm. And it's just fun to be able to shoot my gun and not worry about killing anyone. Sure. Or, and it's for free. Um, paying for ammo, yeah. But to me, every time I go shoot a gun, part of it what makes it good is the the visceralness of it. The oh, loud, definitely. The smell. Yeah. yeah. And all that. But I could see this being fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to go to the range, obviously. Right. Um, but obviously. It, yeah. But, you know, just to get some trigger time. It's, yeah. It's good to practice. Trigger time. <laughs> Look at you. Yes. Okay, well... That's great. Yeah, and they like they actually make accessories where it's like a fake, uh, like aluminum can, and mm-hmm. when you shoot it with a laser, like it triggers something and it pops up and like falls an arcade. Over. Yeah, exactly. Those so are a blast. If you want to spend thousands of dollars, you mm-hmm. can do that. But I'm just that gonna stick like with paper. Fun. Yeah, that sounds like a fun thing. Okay, what's it called? <laughs> the G Sight G Dash S I G H T. Uh huh. Uh, laser training cartridge. And they, I mean, they got that plug for free. Yeah. Totally. And it's it's one of the um, 
uh, cheaper options. There's like ones that are mm-hmm. out there that are like a hundred bucks or more. Okay. This one was like 40 bucks, I think. So, wow. Yeah. I want one for my AR 15 that I have. Oh, that'd be, yeah. And just like <laughs> just shooting lasers <laughs> all over the house. Yeah. I keep my AR just out. Okay. You know, on the coffee table. Yeah. Cause shit gets real loaded. Yes. I mean, cocked where we live. It's, it's pretty hardcore. So it's it hardcore out here. Yeah. There's you know. cops in the field. Yeah. Just driving around. That cop had it out for me. He was <laughs> back there bearing a whore. Yeah. I guarantee you. So, all right. What's my real tweet? Oh, okay. So I'm behind man. All right. Okay. I'm behind on TV. I finally watched the defiant ones on HBO. Oh, okay. Have you seen this? Uh, I've, I've heard about it. I haven't watched it though. Without a doubt, you got to watch it. Okay. You especially as mm-hmm. much as you like hip hop and do, I would say for anybody that's, that was a, a, our age or younger who was around in the 90s and aware of music, mm. Dr. Dre and this guy, Jimmy Iovine, are, they made the music of like 90s and 2000. Mm-hmm. Like this guy, Jimmy Iovine, was just kind of like a nerd engineer mm-hmm. and just by total luck ended up meeting John Lennon and working on his record. And then from there, he just like, this motherfucker broke like Bruce Springsteen, U2, uh tom petty oh wow stevie nicks and then in the 90s he like bush he made interscope records so then it was like nine inch nails marilyn manson but 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 until he finally met dr dre Mm -hmm. and it's all talking about dr dre too and his thing and it's incredibly edited Mm -hmm. the interviews are great and if you think about uh, dr dre too like that guy has like he discovered snoop dogg i mean of course eminem yeah kendrick lamar like these are just two people that are so inspiring. Yeah. Dr. Dre, on the other hand, though, and they swept this under the rug, he like s- choked a woman. Oh, yeah. Or something. <laughs> yeah. And that D was- Barnes? Yes. Okay. Yep, yep. Like a, like a hip hop DJ. Yeah. He choked her. At least, and that's the one, that's the only one he got caught for. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like any person that has like a violent thing like that, the one that's the one he got caught for. Yeah. I mean, anyhow, he, they swept it under the rug. And then like most guys that do shit like that, I oh, made it feel about himself. Oh man, it was so hard when that happened. Like motherfucker, you choked her, <laughs> exactly. ruined her life. I'm really sorry that that didn't work out for you, Doctor Dre. Yeah, I'm still mad inspired by you though. <laughs> you know, you're, there's a real struggle, and it talks about how he made beats. It, it's just really good. Okay, and so it's a four part thing. All four parts are about them. Can't recommend it highly enough. It was very inspiring, but it also made me realize too. It's all just about luck and who you know, like mm-hmm. everything. Like these guys were just perfectly placed. They knew the right people. And so, you know, with Neil deGrasse Tyson's help, maybe we'll <laughs> be next. Maybe he'll introduce me to Jimmy Iovine. And then we're there. And then what, like, he doesn't deal with podcasts, though. He should. So you're going to have to learn how to sing or rap. He should, though. <laughs> Podcasting is the future because he's a smart guy. Like he saw when Napster happened and the music industry was done. Mm-hmm. Just done. That's when they made beats. And then Apple bought them for $3 billion. Yeah. So he works for Apple, technically. Apple treats podcasts like shit. So you need Jimmy Iovine to come sweeping in and fix the podcast industry. Help us out, Jimmy. All right, come on. Let's do it. And that's it, Eddie. So where are we at here? It's a sistery uh, where at the end of every episode, uh, our friend Amanda Hug and Kiss, who, by the way, is playing fantasy football too. So shout out to Amanda <laughs> Hug and Kiss, who still to this day, years now mm-hmm. he's been helping the show doing these things so much stuff and i still don't know who he is and in fact i was like look i'll cover your 20 dollar dues because <laughs> 20 bucks to play in this league you know and you can win money but he's like look i can't i can't paypal you it because mm-hmm. then you'll know who i am <laughs> i mean i'm telling you i don't know who this is he's a fucking saint he really is yes. so i happily pay the 20 bucks for him and that's where your Patreon dollars are going, folks. <laughs> you know, right into Amanda Hug and Kiss's pocket. And so this week for the Sifstery, it from episode 211, he found an old joke. And the song is called Ladies Underwear by Dan Melquier, Choir Melquier's Broke Review. <laughs> Sorry, stepped all over your name, Dan. Sorry about that. So that's playing, you know, look, what do we got? Patreon store.saveforthe-show.com if you want to get a mug or a shirt or something and leave us a review do all this homework sorry to give you all this homework yeah now all of a sudden we're one of these like subscribe rate us <laughs> podcasts berserk audio berserk audio i mean the whole thing coca-cola classic what do you want <laughs> just do it all okay just fucking do it all all right come on pussy got wet 
just everything, okay? So that's it. Uh, lipper, lipper and a leper. Lipper and a hashtag lipper and a leper, okay? Do it all, please. <laughs> Over the weekend, I my wife had on a save for the show tank top mm-hmm. when we were camping, and I kept saying to her every time she wore it, like, hey, did, did you get? Did anyone notice that? <laughs> did Did anyone say like, hey, I listen to save for the show? And she said, nope, nope, nobody said that to me. And I said, well, look, if anyone ever does. You say to them, pussy got wet. And then they stay, say back to you, pussy stay wet. <laughs> like that's the, the calling card of Save for the Show fans. And when that happens, if you ever see my wife wearing a Save for the Show t-shirt, mm-hmm. please yell at her at the top of your lungs, pussy got wet. Yes, that would be amazing. And she will begrudgingly say back, pussy stay wet. <laughs> or have you arrested. <laughs> Either or, you know, whatever. And that's why Eddie's got his laser gun. <laughs> Don't yell pussy at my wife. <laughs> okay, that's it. All right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this has been episode 258 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Oh, this one's good. Here's a real treat, and this is a website, sophiagray.com. Have you ever heard of Sophia Gray? I feel like I have. All right, well, it's spelled S-O-F-I-A-G-R-A-Y, so when you get to your office... Don't go to it because it's not safe for work. But if you get home, go to sophiagray.com. So this listener goes on to say, sometimes when money gets a little tight, you start looking at your options. At least now, when we have a little more money, I know where to buy used panties. And so that's what this website's for. <laughs> okay. So it's from Loose Bruce, a man Loose Bruce. It's a website where women can post their used panties. Men too. Just random people? Yes, but... It's anonymous, and you don't see their face. However, there's this whole criteria of the panties. So if a woman's on her period, that's like a tag. If she's mens- or, uh, masturbated in it, you know, so, or she went to the gym in it. So there's what? all these different, like, flavors. Oh, my God. And the more things a woman has done in them, the more money they cost. They're like $30. Jesus. So $30, though? Not too bad. I mean, really, like as a Christmas gift or a white elephant gift, you could buy someone a pair of panties. Use offer code SAVEIT for 10% off now. So, yeah, go to Sophia Gray. Go buy our panties. Nah, maybe we should throw some. We should, man. Used Eddie boxer briefs. With a huge shit stain. I was going to say, the- man, skid marks get a lot more money. But if you think about it as a celebrity type woman, a clean pair of Kim Kardashian's underwear would be worth way less than mm-hmm. some nasty one that had like, you know, Kanye's essence on it. Yeah. I mean, that would be in a museum. <laughs> Those two people are like, you know, vaulted as, as gods, like everything they do, which is kind of why this whole robbery story is really weird. Yeah. It's really kind of showing the worst of society where people are like, this bitch is what she gets. Yeah. She's still a human. Seriously. I mean, she probably could have been beat up or raped or even worse. Like, give her a break. Yeah. For Christ's sake. So anyhow... Sophia Gray, go on there, buy, sell. If anyone actually does buy one, let me know. Or if you sell any on there, I'm really curious how the process works. Okay, so for the people that buy these, mm-hmm. do you think they just get them? They're like, cool, I'm going to put this on my shelf. Or do you think they're sniffing it, masturbating, oh, yeah. and all that shit? Right, I think they they got their dick in their one hand, the panties in their other hand, and they're just taking nosefuls. So would that. you say that's more normal than the weirdo that buys it and just like, frames it and hangs it up in his house well unless it was a celebrity i mean you see those these ladies buns they do take a picture of the panties on them so you see that you just don't see their face so i definitely think it's weirder to frame them (laughs) i just that just seems like you're hunting yeah like a serial killer (laughs) right you have to earn those (laughs) if you want to mount panties they have to be given to you for free by the lady yes or guy i guess a guy could do that too um, briefs of dudes that you've conquered. <laughs> Why not? That's what I should do. Whenever a guest comes on the show, I try to get a pair of their underwear, <laughs> and then I hang it like records yes. in my office. You have a ton of my underwear. All I over. do. I know, right? I think I have 150 <laughs> pairs of yours. Um, but there's Albie Shears. <laughs>
So fine, I guess I'm a folder. That's I'm a moist man, and I fold my toilet paper so I can use it twice. Okay, which seems super cheap <laughs> when I say it out loud like that. After you take the two ply and, and separate them into two separate oh, rolls, I'm not that bad. But there is, it is pretty. It's a dangerous game though because when you wipe and you do fold it, it's disgusting because it's poop. Mm-hmm. And if you misfold, then you got to drop it. Or what if you, what if it's a real bad wipe and you fold it? And it gets, but this is disgusting, Eddie. <laughs> We're moving on. Okay, this is too gross, even for the show. Okay, nobody wants to talk about pooping. Stop asking questions about it. 